podcast presented by Microsoft Surface. This week, joined by 49ers fullback Kyle Juszczyk, who I had to actually look it up on the roster today. Year nine, Kyle. Year nine in the NFL. Fifth season with the 49ers. Does it feel like year year nine for you? Uh, It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, It definitely, it's... It's weird to say nine or to say that I'm 30 years old. It, it, it's, it is just really, it's different when uh, I hear like announcers and, and they give the ball to the veteran use check. You know, <laughs> I, I still see myself as that, um, that young rookie or young first uh, couple years in the league and I still view myself that way. Um, so yeah, it, it is a little different, but at, you know, at the same time I've seen a lot. So uh, I, it, it feels like, you know, I've experienced a lot as well. Yeah, exactly. And you, from what we see on the field, you still look like that, you know, 21, 22, fresh out of the draft, <laughs> Kyle Juszczyk. Thank but you. let's talk about 2021. How has this year been for you? I mean, you look at this team and obviously it's not the start that you guys may have wanted, but you guys know your potential. You guys know what you guys are capable of. So looking at this team and in particular, this offense as a whole, how do you feel about 2021? Uh, like you said, it, it, the the results haven't been exactly what we've wanted. The scoreboard hasn't reflected um, exactly what we wanted, but I'm still so excited for what we have and what we've already um, put out there on tape and the way that we're playing. Cause um, you know, I think we wanted to have a very uh, a physical, uh, impose your will kind of offense uh, and one that executes at a high level. And we've done that a lot. Um, I think something, you know, it, it just hasn't always showed on the scoreboard. And that's something that we're going to address going forward. Uh, but the DNA of this team, I think, is exactly what we want. And I think it's just a matter of time that if we just keep doing things right, or as Kyle always says, do, do right longer, it's only going to show up in the results. So we know if we can just keep plugging away, uh, things are going to fall our way. Now, obviously, you guys quite early, you know, were without a couple of pieces, in particular on defense. You talk about Jason Verrett. And then offensively, one of your good friends, Raheem Mostert, um, dealing with that knee injury. But you guys have had to kind of rely on some younger faces. But even despite missing some guys and Jeff Wilson being another guy, how does this running back group kind of, and I'm throwing you in there, obviously, but how do you guys kind of maintain that cohesiveness together? Yeah, you know what? Um, it stinks that we have to sit here and talk about injuries again because uh, it really, it, it does, um, it hurts your team when Raheem is out, Jeff is out, Hasty is out. Um, you know, all of a sudden you're down to your fourth guy as your starting running back. Uh, but, you know, we're so lucky to have a coach like Bobby T, um, you know, who's a veteran himself. <laughs> it has a lot a of good way to put yeah. it. <laughs> has a lot of experience under his belt in getting guys ready. Um, you know, he kind of has a reputation of turning these late round draft picks or these undrafted guys into big time contributors. I mean, the three names I just mentioned were all undrafted in Raheem, Jeff, and Hasty, and they're all big time NFL players, big time NFL running backs. Um, so we have a good crop of young guys in Elijah and Trey, and they're they're full of they have a lot of uh, natural talent. And I think Bobby T does a good job of getting that out of them and just making sure that they're always prepared. We're very thorough uh, in how we prepare every week in our meetings and in our tests before the games and all that kind of stuff. So um, the key to uh, young guys going out there and being able to play and plug in when guys get hurt is just having thorough preparation. Yeah, I want to talk about these younger guys. I mean, you guys have two rookies that are essentially manning the backfield right now. And let's start off with Trey Sermon. He might not have had the, the – start to his NFL career that he dreamed of. But, you know, he's answered the call these last couple of weeks and had his biggest uh, 
snap shared this past week and his biggest output as far as rushing yards. But what have you seen out of him and how have you seen him kind of develop since joining the team back in April? Yeah, you know what? You never picture your first NFL play you get knocked out uh, 15 yards down the field. You know, that's that's not how we all envision our NFL career um, starting off. But I think the fact that he was able to bounce back the next game um, and progressively get better. And I think that's been the theme with Trey is that he continues to get a little bit better each week. And he's really, he really has, um, you know, we say, you know, stack days. And he's stacking those days, he's stacking those weeks, and he's progressively getting better. And, um, you know, I've just been proud of the, the way he handles himself and how he wants to get better. He's always asking questions, um, handles himself in a cool, calm, collected manner. Uh, the game's not too big for him. It's very clear that um, it, the guy's not nervous out there. It's not, it's not, you know, the stage isn't too big for him. Um, I think it's a matter of time that he just breaks through and, and really becomes a dominant force, and he's just going to continue to get better. And then you, you talk about, you know, you hear it all across the league. It's always the next man up, the next man up. But it literally was the next man up week one. Uh, we talk about Raheem Mostert, and, and we miss you so much. Raheem got to shout you out. But Elijah Mitchell he literally steps in, has a 100-yard game yeah. in the season opener, um, being able to just take on that load and dealt with that shoulder injury. We potentially can see him back here quite soon. But what makes just watching him, what makes Elijah Mitchell so special? I think it's the, uh, the fact that he just goes out there and plays with no hesitancy, which um, is extra impressive for the fact that the guy's a six-round draft pick. He missed a little bit of training camp. Um, he, he had some sort of injury that he missed a, a few weeks. And then, like you said, week one, thrown in as a starter, has over 100 yards. And it's really cool to see him just go out there, hit holes decisively, um, making one cut, and just being explosive. Uh, you know, it's, it's easy to go out there and start overthinking things. Uh, when you get in the open field, you want to start dancing and stuff, and it, it, it's, that's not how Elijah plays. He, he's going to hit it hard. Yeah. And that fits into our offense so perfectly, and um, that's the, the brand of football that we like. And, and the guy's a speedster, and he's not just some 185-pound back. You know, he's, he's still a bigger, sturdier back um, that still ran a 4-4. So, uh, the guy, he's just, he's loaded with talent, and uh, I think the sky's the limit for him. And then both of these rookies have found the end zone in 2021. And actually, not just both of those rookies, 12 49ers players have found the end zone this season. That's never been done in the NFL before uh, through this point of the season. And your name is also on that list, finding the end zone. <laughs> but, you know, is this by this by design? Does Kyle Shanahan purposely try to spread the ball around? How How is it working that so many of you guys are finding ways to find the end zone? Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, necessarily by design, but I think it just speaks to the depth on the team. And um, a lot of times it speaks to the quarterback and being able to get through his reads. Uh, because obviously when you get down in the red zone, um, we, have some, we have some weapons. And teams are aware of where George Kittle is, yeah. where Debo Samuel is. And they're going to do everything they can to try and, and take those guys away. And that's on the quarterback to be able to get through his progression. And obviously, if those are our first or second reads and they're taken away, they can get to whoever's, you know, third, fourth. Uh, I think on my touchdown, I was like the fifth read on that play. But Jimmy was able to get through his entire progression and get to me. And also, guys are able to answer the call um, when maybe they aren't the first read. That doesn't deter them from running a good route or, um, you know, as, as a running back, uh, you know, 
you're not expecting to be a goal linebacker, whatever it is, and you still go in there and perform when Kyle calls upon you. So I think it says a lot for that. And I think also, um, I don't have the exact stat. You might, you might know what I'm talking about. But the year we went to the Super Bowl, uh, I think everybody on the team but one skill position, sorry, Levine Tylolo, uh, <laughs> yeah. scored a touchdown that yeah. season Yeah. Uh, going into the Super Bowl. And so I think uh, in order to be an elite offense and, and an explosive offense, uh, you need a lot of different guys to contribute and to score. A big thank you to our partner, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface plays a huge role in preparation and game day for the San Francisco 49ers. And as a proud partner in the preferred laptop of the San Francisco 49ers, Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools needed to succeed both on and off the field. Yeah. Uh, speaking of contributing, uh, it's not just one quarterback as typically we've seen for the 49ers, but it's been two quarterbacks and at times kind of rotating on offense. So just I think a lot of people, including myself, are just so intrigued with how does it change the dynamic or does it change at all when you're in a huddle and then all of a sudden there's a new quarterback on the field with you? Do you notice that? Is it things you have to pay attention to or is it kind of just business as usual for you guys? Um, it really, I don't know if there's one exact answer, but if anything, I think it's closer to business as usual. Um, I mean, there's not like a whole lot different you can do personally, uh, just because, you know, a different quarterback walks in, into the huddle. There's, there's not a whole lot different I can really do. I, I'm just listening for the play and I'm not going to go try and execute it. Um, but Trey's done such a good job of when he has come in there, um, being a confident rookie that, you know, exudes that confidence and that lets everybody, um, you know, it puts, kind of puts everyone at ease and know, all right, this guy can handle himself. We don't have to do too much rah, rah, pump him up. Hey, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, you know, he can definitely go out there and handle himself. And, I mean, speaking of scoring touchdowns, I feel like every time the guy steps in, he's scoring <laughs> touchdowns. Right. You know, week one is his first pass. Um, at Green Bay, he comes in for, you know, one run, scores a touchdown, yeah. scored a touchdown this past week. Um, so the guy can definitely make plays. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, both quarterbacks have done a, a good job um, of just, you know, coming in there and, and not, you know, making things too different for everybody else when, when they do come in. Okay, so speaking of Trey, I know he has the arm talent, but what a lot of people are so fascinated with are his legs, his ability to, you know, he has that option that if he sees nothing, he can kind of tuck that ball and run. But I want to know for you, when you know that he's back there and, and his options that he has, d does that change your job at all? Or do, are you kind of aware that, you know, all right, this is my job, but I also have the option to do this? Right. I think if anything, um, you just have to be prepared for the play to be extended. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll see that yeah, we saw that a lot just in this past game in the half that he played that um, he's able to extend plays and, you know, you run your route. And a lot of times that's kind of the end of it. The ball's been thrown or uh, whatever. The play has ended uh, that, you know, sometimes that's not always the case. Trey extends it and you got to be ready to uncover and make those kind of off script plays, yeah. which I think is um, that's the NFL these days. I think all the elite quarterbacks make off script extended plays. Um, and for him to be able, for that to be one of his strengths, I think will, will bode very well for him and us going forward. And going forward, 49ers uh, heading to Arizona to face the undefeated Cardinals in week five. I mean, I don't even think the season had to start for us to kind of just take a step back and look at this picture. And I say this all the time. People, you can argue with me if you want, but I say the NFC West is one of the toughest divisions in the NFL. 
Is there any talk ever amongst the locker room just kind of looking at the picture of this division? Or I know you guys say you see every opponent as, you know, it's just the next opponent. Yeah. But is that kind of how you guys approach Sunday? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's kind of hard to argue that it's not the best division in football because it just, I mean, it just shows in, in the talent that's out there. And um, it is something that we talk about. It's not something that we're obsessed with and, like, anything that we can really do differently. You know, it's the cards that were dealt and no pun intended. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, that's, you, that's who we're, uh, we're playing most of the time is that these uh, in-division opponents. And um, if anything, it does just keep you on track to, you know, you have to be prepared for every single week and every single opponent. And if anything, it just makes us even better at that because uh, we're always going against good division opponents that we're used to that. You know, there's really no uh, drop-off weeks or easy weeks, uh, which is just the case in the NFL anyway. So just kind of prepares us for that. Yeah, keeping you guys on your toes for the rest of the season, I, I, I feel like a good way to put it, it builds character. No doubt. Going against these tough teams. <laughs> uh, but 49ers have a very fun matchup this Sunday in Arizona. Kyle, we cannot wait to see you take the field. We can't wait to see more juice scores. I can't wait to hear more juice in the stands because I love when I hear <laughs> when uh, your name is called. But appreciate you stopping by the podcast. And have a great week. We'll see you on Sunday. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.